Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fastened tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome, this is Wendy B, and I am a solution coach. I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes you extraordinary is sometimes the adversity you have lived through and who you have become, regardless of those circumstances. You have the ability to thrive, not just survive. You will get coached on solutions, how to discover limiting beliefs that keep you stuck in the areas that you are dealing with and the areas that are important to you. I will help you deal with difficult situations. I have 30 years of experience. I will help you deal with difficult situations you will deal with throughout your life. You will walk away with clarity, freedom, and power. You will have some practical tools to successfully deal with the areas you are now struggling with, regardless of how difficult the situation is. I have over 30 years of practical experience of coaching, leading, as well as attending transformational workshops. I have started and successfully sold over six businesses, each business I had no previous experience in. Practicing transformational conversations that make a difference has helped me succeed in areas where I had no training. That gives me a little bit of wisdom. With this experience, my intention is to cause you to be curious, excited, thought-provoked, to cause you to alter your thinking, alter your thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that altered view, creating a new future for yourself, a new future that was not going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that can make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. Are you currently taking effective actions that will move you forward to fulfill your dreams? Are you excited about your life? This podcast will inspire you to start taking new actions today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or maybe you're resigned that you could never make this happen. Regardless of your age, young or old, Regardless of your circumstances, you will be motivated and inspired to take one step at a time and turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late for you to start. You can always create solutions. Would you like clarity, freedom, and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having clarity, freedom, and power when our circumstances are up. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? What would it take for you to get unstuck and then thrive? What does it take for you to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Well, I've been sharing the last 10 days has been a roller coaster with siblings involved or all across Canada. And my dad, we, we were all told 10 days ago, my dad is dying. I just, on my last podcast, said I sent an email to my 
all my siblings expressing how I felt. And it was really important for me to do that. And what I'm going to share on this podcast is the lesson around suffering is that when I didn't speak out how I felt when my mom passed, I suffered. I suffered terribly with abandonment issues and I didn't share. My older sister and I weren't talking at the time and just like lots of stuff happening. The lesson I learned from that is that this time around, regardless if anybody is in agreement with me, I have a right to my voice and to withhold how I feel would be deceitful and it would cause distension in the family. I'm hoping that because of my honesty in how I feel, regardless of whether the sister that has power of attorney agrees or not or accepts what I request, I've had a voice. I'm not being stepped on anymore. I'm not part of the lesson in suffering is that I, I can't, I don't, I can become, I can be victimized, but I don't have to be a victim and suffering is an option and I'm not willing to suffer through this. And I think what's really important too is sharing. You know, when Al-Anon, they say we're only sick as our secrets. I have Al-Anon members that I'm sharing. My emotions are like a roller coaster right now. And I'm so grateful I have my little granddaughter that makes me laugh. You know, so I'm and I'm, you know, in the middle of doing some editing on my book and I, I can't concentrate on my book right now. And that's okay. I'm going through grief. So I'm doing, I'm, I'm on the phone a lot to people that love me and adore me and can hear me. My older sister and I, who, thank God, it happened in December that we reconnected. And she's a therapist and a social worker. So we're sharing back and forth. It's very, very powerful for me. And I see her being triggered. And I'm able to say to her, you know, we got a phone, she's called me twice today and she'll probably call me a third time. But it was like, wow, my dad's going downhill really rapidly. She just called me and said they've agreed to euthanize, uh, euthanize him on Tuesday. And then she calls me, she tells me that this morning. And then a couple hours later, she says she saw the oncologist with my dad, but he took Chris out of the room after and he, and he said, you know, I don't know if your dad's going to last till Tuesday. And this is Thursday. So I was thinking on, deciding not to go out. And then I had this thought, well, when Chris was sharing with me, she was thinking of maybe staying to support my sister, Judy. So I had this thought, well, maybe I should come out and support her and we could all be together on Tuesday. And now my mind's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to fly out because the oncologist said that overnight, my dad has gone downhill 50%. But I was able to acknowledge my older sister and say one of the reasons why that could be happening is because he feels so safe that she's there with Judy, supporting Judy, and she's the oldest. And I really believe that he knows now that everything will be taken care of, that Audrey, my stepmom, will be taken care of. And not that he doesn't know that through Judy, but having my older sister there has made the difference so that he can just give in and not be here. <laughs> and so I really acknowledged my older sister. I said, Dad, knowing that you are flying out Wednesday, and you've been with him all day today, he knows that he's in good hands, that it's totally taken care of. My older sister isn't suffering. I'm not suffering. I haven't talked to my twin brother. I've been afraid to talk to him because when I do talk to him, he misinterprets what I say, and then he spreads rumor in the family, twists things I say, and I don't know 
my experience is he's done that a lot in our lives and it caused distension. And I don't want any distension now. I just want to honor every sibling. My brother's important. My older sister's important. My younger sister's important. And so am I. I am so thrilled that I'm, I'm the woman I am today, that I can forgive, that I can be generous. I can give my voice and not be attached to it and be loving and uh, honor my father, honor my stepmom, honor my siblings. And I'm not willing to suffer through this. And there's moments where I do. I have flashes of some of the abuse that my father gave me. And he verbally abused all of us. He may have not beaten all of us, but he was physically inappropriate hitting or pulling hair and whatnot to all of us. You know, something my older sister said was in life when people are inappropriate. You know, my dad's not a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> there, sometimes there's a turning point in someone's life. I've been in the 12-step program, Al-Anon, for years. It's a program for people whose lives have been affected by someone else's drinking. And I've heard alcoholics say, you know, they got to a point and then they sobered and they, they, they made amends and they turned around. And my daddy never turned around. He's never really cleaned up much and he's never really turned around and you know even in his complaining I mean he's at the hospital complaining the room's too small so lucky for him he got into the palliative care today like within hours of being there someone must have passed away and he's in that room and he's taken care of but he's going out angry like he probably came in yelling and screaming. He's going out kicking and screaming and he must be petrified. And I am so grateful that I have sisters I have that are dealing with it. And especially my older sister who, because she's been at Alabama and she's a social worker and a therapist, that it doesn't stop her from being triggered, but we're in communication. So I think the lesson I, I want to say is be in communication with safe people whether it's a therapist, whether it's a sibling, let's say, and work through your the source of your suffering so that you you may have been victimized, but you don't have to stay a victim. That's the lesson I'd like to leave with you. So in closing, we're exploring how you can get unstuck and thrive regardless of your circumstances or age. You know, what are you being right about and unforgiving? Where are you stuck? You know, where are you suffering and can you distinguish a limiting barrier there? And what is a new action you could take to make a difference? And ask yourself this question, what are you committed to in this situation? Get a piece of paper and write down one or two actions that you habitually do that keep you suffering. And is that habit limiting you? If you took a new action from asking yourself, what am I committed to here? What then could become available? Are you willing to risk taking a new effective action? Are you willing to create a new effective habit? Well, what did you see here about suffering? What are you taking away from listening to this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and read it in number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Would you like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you and hear about one area you're stuck in. What conversations are you having that are limiting you and causing you to suffer? I will give you an amazing tip. If you take that coaching, it will move you forward. I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast. 
provide their username on iTunes, Google Plus, Stitcher, just out fast. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and made it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving, and let's get you unstuck. Thank you for listening to ThrivingAt60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email WendyB at ThrivingAt60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at ThrivingAt60.com.